el amor de Dios se ha mostrado en mi vida. And we're back with another episode of Real, Real Talk, Talk to Unlock. Unlock. This is Aureli and I'm here tonight with Anna. So glad to be here again, guys. So blessed to be able to spend another evening in your cars, on your phones, in your headphones, wherever we're at. I'm glad to yeah. be here with you guys. So before we get into anything, vamos a empezar with a quick oración. Yes, let's pray. Señor, te damos gracias, Padre. Gracias por este día cual tú has creado y ha hecho bueno para nosotros, Señor. Pido que nos uses como instrumentos tuyos, Padre, para que tu palabra se haga viva aquí en este episodio, Padre. Que tu amor se refleje en todo lo que vamos a hablar hoy, Padre. En tu nombre todopoderoso. Amén. Amen. So in this episode, we're going to go ahead and answer question that was asked on our previous episode if you want to go ahead and yeah and that question was what are some ways you have experienced god's love in your life hmm. well i mean in my case son bastante son bastante las yeah. <laughs> las veces que el amor de dios se ha mostrado en mi vida um but if i were to put them in order I guess if you want to put it that way, I would say my first one uh, would be how, although, uh, let me let me backtrack. So go back a little, go back I grew up, <laughs> I grew up uh, in the church. So mm -hmm. yo nací en la iglesia. Um, according to my mom, at a very young age, I knew all the praise songs. And she says that I would be standing up in the chair with my poofy little dress. <laughs> And her with the pandereta. And then yeah, I knew I knew all the words. Like they, <laughs> she said they would play like three notes and I knew what song it was. You were ready. And you know. But throughout the course of a very short period of time, um, my parents removed themselves from the church. Mm -hmm. And when you're a little kid, sometimes you don't really grasp like the importance of what church is or what we're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. But I know well that for that short time at that point in time in my life that I was in church, it impacted me because as I grew up away from the church, you know, not, you know, not going to church, not reading the word, not doing anything like that. So I was I was apartada, like you yeah. would say. Right. I knew who God was and I feared him, mm -hmm. even though I wasn't in the church. In the church. So much so that there were things that would happen, instances, situations where how everybody says your conscience is talking to you. Yeah. I know now that that was the Holy Spirit. Discernimiento. That was the Holy Spirit talking to me, letting me mm -hmm. know, hey, that's not the right thing to do. That conviction that I didn't understand then. And I realize now that he was always with me, even mm -hmm. when I had turned my back. Yeah. And when I when I actually, you know, when I gave my life to Christ, I looked back and I was like, wow, all those times, this thing and that thing and this thing. Yeah. When I was a, a teen, when I was a young adult, like all these different things. And I'm like, wow, he was there. And when I look back at that, I think, wow, that he truly loves me. Because even when I wasn't walking 
you know, in, in his, you know, I wasn't following his path. He made sure he still watched over yeah. me. And that's just beautiful. I don't know. That's just, wow. That's one way he showed his mm-hmm. love. Me, in my case, there's many, of course, like how you were saying. But an example that I can give is whenever Harvey happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really, it, honestly, it wasn't supposed to hit our house. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they opened the whole the reservoir yeah, those, yeah those, to and let those, out some you of the know water. our house got flooded yeah like many others yeah and it was it was a very hard process we had to live in church yeah for like, you lived in the church for, for like six, six months, months right six months wow, crazy and then i remember we, we would go to your house so yeah we'd i remember get ready in your house you guys would come to it my was, house and was, you guys could you know it was hard but shower. it had its good moments <laughs> yeah but and then it would it would come like me personally, and I know that like for my family it was hard in their own level. I yeah. guess, personally. Yeah. And so for me, it was just more like, why us? My question, like mm-hmm. the question that I would ask myself, is like, you know, like we serve you, like yeah, all of this stuff, like we're there twenty four seven, and then you do this. So. Esa es la parte que es, que es difícil because yeah. sometimes nosotros pensamos, bueno, si nosotros servimos a Dios y somos fiel y obediente, ¿por qué, ¿por qué nos pasan esas cosas? Y... Honestly, I got mad. I yeah, I, I blamed I God you, for it. I was you. like, why did you do that to us? You know, like, por qué? You know, exactly. Yeah. And looking back, like how you look back, I can mm-hmm. see, you know, the bigger picture. Um, I can see that the house we had compared to the house we have now, it's, it's, we wouldn't have the house we had now if it wasn't for Harvey. I'm just going to say that. And and to, to go deeper into that because if we have listeners that, that don't know you know mm-hmm. or that don't know your house it's the same house it's the same house yeah it's the same house but the house you guys lived in before nothing nothing compared nothing. to the house you have now yeah and the way i see it for you guys like i don't know if you if you feel it that way but i feel that you know sometimes we don't understand the way god does things you know we don't understand the the process or or why we have to do certain things or why certain things happen we can't trust the process exactly but the problem is sometimes you gotta get rid of something to make something Mm -hmm. new yeah and you know god has a funny way of showing that (laughs) yes he said well so let's flood this out (laughs) but you know we laugh about it now but in reality when you think about it it was a hard process it, yeah. you know you guys had to go through that but, but look now you're blessed yeah, no, it's... la casa que tienen ahora nada comparado a la casa que era que y es en, el mismo, en la misma casa pero he, he made it new brand he new. made it brand new, new. <laughs> and I mean it was wow y bueno, that was, yeah. that's one of my examples yeah no um you know uh one for me like I mentioned I mentioned like my youth adolescent you know phase and everything as far as me being away from god but there was like one that's really i guess that for those that actually know me or know my testimony would know Mm -hmm. is the fact of that i i am married and i have four beautiful babies and (laughs) um but being in a relationship outside of christ or outside of you know just being christian like in el mundo um can be challenging because you know you don't you don't really do things the way you should and 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 I realized that in my relationship with my husband we were together for in that time before we gave our lives to Christ um 
we were together five, five years, six years, six years. Uh, yeah, six years together. Dating, already had dating or no married. See, that's the thing. Um, when you don't have that, uh, I guess that foundation, mm-hmm. that solid foundation, things kind of happen backwards. Okay. Yeah. So, like me and my husband, we met, and shortly after we started dating, we had our first son. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we weren't married when we had our first son. It wasn't until five years later, <laughs> five years later, five that years. we finally got married. Yeah. <laughs> but to saying all of that to say that our our relationship, our marriage, it wasn't always, you know, rainbows and roses. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was rocky to the point that uh, after just having our second son, uh, we were at the point of divorce. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. It was, there was, you know, things happened to where, for me personally, I had always said, no, if this ever happened to me, I would end it. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, because yeah. that's how we talk when we're in emotion. La emocione de uno. Take con el alma, yeah. you, know? you know, that you speak on emotion and you, you react, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't till uh, one of his friends had said, "Hey, why don't you come to? Why don't you come to my church? You know, why don't you know come to church? There's a church by your house, and it's the church I go to." And and my husband asked me, and he was like, "Hey, uh, listen, are you willing to go to church with me?" And I, I, oh, I like I said before, I was always God fearing. Mm-hmm. I was always God fearing, and. I want, and I wanted to, I was like, yeah, I'll go. Like I, I wanted to go, but I wasn't expecting anything, anything to come. I'm like, I wanted to go, not realizing that that's really what I needed. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. I was like, yeah, just to, you know, to please his request. Yeah. But at the end, I'll be like, look, still, you know, that's what I was thinking. Little did we know that Sunday that we walked into that church First of all, we walked into that church that Sunday and we've never left. <laughs> that was in 2016 and here we are. Still uh, here. 2023. <laughs> Still going strong. But that was when we we both realized because he was also not a follower of Christ. He wasn't Christian. I always said I was Christian, but it was kind of like just they woke up afuera. You yeah. know, like I would say it, but I wasn't truly living, living, mm-hmm. living like as a Christian. And we, I remember like, even my husband says it, that he felt like the pastor was like talking, talking directly, directly to him. Yeah. And, and I remember even at the end, he held my hand and we were both crying. And he, he asked me, like he, he asked me to perdonarlo. Mm-hmm. I was like, Okay. Yeah. yeah, but it, it was a process, it was, but yeah. that was the step we needed to take. Because after that, um, everything just slowly started changing okay. for us. And we noticed that because after that first service that we went to, I think n- not knowing, I literally like was, I went open hearted. Like I, I, I didn't realize that that's what I needed and that's what he needed. Y después de eso, it was like, we, we kept going every Sunday. Yeah. And it was like, let's go. And then, and like, slowly but surely, we we did um, the first classes that you do when you start at the church. Uh-huh. 
we we got baptized together. Mm-hmm. We went to our first um, retiro together. And at that retiro, that's where it truly, like that, at that moment, when we truly let go and let God. Yeah. And I realized that it wasn't just what happened in my in my marriage that was affecting me. It goes way back to like my dad. Uh-huh. And I realized that I didn't have that father figure, that that was broken in my life. That male figure was mm-hmm. broken in my life. So I depended on my husband to be that male figure. And yeah. he failed me just like the one man who yeah. shouldn't have failed me did. Uh-huh. And once like I truly, it wasn't just him, like me forgive him. It's him forgiving me for putting that burden on him too, for putting him as that example. And that also led me to forgiving my dad. It just, it was like a ripple effect. It was like, whoa. After that, I felt like 20 pounds lighter. (laughs) And and it's not just that, like our lives changed completely. Mm -hmm. Our lives changed to the point where I can sit here and tell my testimony and talk about it and not feel any anger, anything towards what happened yeah and and that to me for me and my experiences with god especially as an adult that truly shows me god's love because he not only restored my marriage but he restored me personally through that it wasn't just my marriage it was also me personally where i was able to restore and renew my relationship with god because just like they said, you teach your children his ways and they will follow him mm-hmm. even when they're older. What I thought was nothing when I was little, something stuck because I was God-fearing yeah. then. Something always made me think, no, that's not the right thing to do. No, that's not the right thing. I would feel like uneasy. Like what yeah. that was, that was wasn't what plantaron. was instilled in me when I was little, not even knowing. Mm-hmm. And God never left my side. He never left my side. And that's something that I'm so grateful because of that unconditional love that aún yo haciendo cosas que no tenía que estar haciendo, mm-hmm. Él estaba ahí cuidándome. Yeah, that hands down. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no uh, I could say, I could see another one for me since we're kind of just, you know, saying ways that we saw God's love in our life. Mm-hmm. Another one for me is bueno somos humano like it happens yeah to if not everyone most of the people which i think it happens to everyone personally que por alguna razón o la otra like nos alejamos right from god or whatnot or like get distracted distracted yeah. or for me for me personally it was after the harvey like it kind of just like it was like a domino effect you know the whole blaming god for it not not saying like you know the bigger picture, though, is yeah, exactly. I got like spiritually, I got cold. Like it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't having that one-on-one relationship with God like mm-hmm. I should have been, and so it got to to like really like bad point in my life where it was just I felt like alone, and and I wasn't alone. Like I have my family, like they were always there. But spiritually, spiritually, I felt like empty, literally empty, and like. It was it was a really low point in my life and mm-hmm. there was one night this year okay this year mm-hmm. 
where I was just in my room and I was just like, it, it's been a while since I had prayed to God. So I was like, yeah. I don't know how to do this, but like, not that I don't know. It's just, yeah. I feel wrong doing it. You it's, know, you feel it's like, I left <clears> you, that, I don't feel like yeah. I can, you know, that's what I, in a sense, it's like that guiltiness exactly. inside. It's like, I feel like I've, I've done you wrong. So how do I come now to you? Like, but how yeah. do I do it? Cause I feel ashamed that I, I had, I, but then you. it was like, but like I have nowhere else to go to. Like yeah. I have to go to you. Like I know there's no lower point. That's yeah, it. Like, like I need you. It's I, like I like, need you. I now. can't do anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So then I was like, just kind of just like begging him, basically to like do La something mandole. to yeah anything. Like I just needed something. Lo más poquito. And like in that moment, I was just praying, and I was, and then I felt like, like I literally felt like a hug. I, I I opened my eyes and I was like, like I don't know if hugging yeah you? I don't know if my mom or dad walked in. I was yeah. like, who's hugging me right <laughs> now? <laughs> so then, like in that moment, I felt God, you know, like hugging me. And, like I heard him for like the first time in my entire life. Period. Like not mm-hmm. even when I was right. Like in my entire yeah. life, I heard God tell me, like, you know, you're gonna be fine. Like basically, just telling me to have peace and that everything was gonna be fine. Yeah, and. From that moment on, it's been, it's been, it's it's been great. It I can say that I finally feel how I was supposed to be feeling. Like that heavy yeah. weight just kind of just, just off your shoulders, fell off literally. Yeah. And at that point, you could probably say you you understood. Yeah, like you I understood kind of, everything. Yeah, you you understood now. That's when I looked back. Yes, and and, like, and everything kind of made sense then at that point. Yeah, it's almost like you had como una venda. Yeah. And in that minute that he hugged you and that he told you everything was going to be all right, it's like if that was like taken off your eyes, you know, and you could finally see things for the way they are, you know, or how he wants you to see them or how he's been wanting you to see it, Mm. that you've just been blinded to the fact because you've been blinded by the world, you've been blinded by the enemy distracting mm-hmm. you you know trying to take over yeah and then here he comes and takes that away yeah yeah wow that's awesome and for those i can say you know like just one more y'all this is we're finishing <laughs> we're finishing um for those like relationship wise yeah um i can definitely say like if if god isn't the center it it can get hard it can get tricky and me personally it was like i didn't realize it till like afterwards afterwards mm-hmm. i was like okay like yeah god was god was not at the center like you get kind of caught up in the moment yeah you're like no get to lo otro and like it's amazing it's great but you forget mm-hmm. to put god first cuando yo estaba tratando contigo and you're kind of going in a good pace you're kind of you know you're growing there's going to be things that are going to come in the way and if we don't know how to prioritize them we're going to get distracted Mm -hmm. so things can come in our life and they can be good but only if we know how to manage them and how to prioritize things in our life so when it comes to relationships, like you're saying, it's important, yes, that 
there's a mutual understanding mm-hmm. of of what each person wants and it and and if it's a christian based relationship there has to be that mutual agreement and understanding that above all things above you mm-hmm. or above the other person comes god yeah there's three people in a relationship it's you the other person and god mm-hmm. and he has to be above everything if not things will not align yeah siempre dios tiene que ser primero en todo en una relación en en un trabajo en en lo que sea mm-hmm. que nosotros estamos haciendo él tiene que ser primero porque cuando yo siento que cuando dios está tratando con alguien y y ve que algo se está poniendo en el medio de ese proceso si uno mismo no se da de cuenta y hace nervous. algo para para alinearse él lo va a hacer yeah and i can say like when i learned to put god first to prioritize god first everything else you know it was taken care of it was everything was right todo se alineó tal y cual como tenía que ser exacto yeah and with that being said we want to turn it to you guys now mm. we want we want you guys to how the tables have turned right <laughs> <laughs> no pero nosotros queremos que ustedes piensen se pongan a pensar cómo dios se ha revelado el amor de él se ha revelado en su vida what have you guys experienced in your lives that has been a true testimony of god's love revealed for you guys mm-hmm. and we want you to ask god if there's anything about his love that he wants to reveal to you today take that into prayer and ask him if there's anything that he wants to reveal to you today ask him to be clear ask him you know that you want to be you you want to you want him to reveal his love to you yeah. let him in let him in so that you too can experience God's love in your life. Yeah. So to close it up, let's just go ahead and do a quick una oración. I don't know if I'm going to do it in English or Spanish. I think español. However you feel. Como yo siento. Go girl. No, gracias, Señor, por este tiempo que hemos podido tener. Gracias por el amor incondicional que tú has tenido sobre cada uno de nosotros. Tenemos que tú nos ayudes a entendernos, a entenderlo a poder enseñarlos y compartirlos con otros y que tú seas el centro siempre de nuestra vida, Señor. Y en nombre de Jesús. Amén. Amén. So, uh, that was, that was good. That's good. How's your day? It's going great. Oh. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>